Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange. I see green bars going up and okay, down. We all did right. it. We hey, did it. hey, Eric. Hey, Tess. Um, what's happening? We're here to talk about <laughs> Twin Peaks on our podcast. <laughs> I love just starting it going, hey, Tess, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I don't know. Um, you guys are listening to Same Peaks, y'all, the podcast where... You do it. You, you do it. You do it. Oh, no. Oh, you two do librarian geeks... Talk about Twin Peaks. Once every... Few weeks. Several weeks. (laughs) Um, High five. Yeah. We did it. Very nice. Um, Did you watch this episode, Eric? (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the main question. The most important uh, question. I did watch it. I watched it this morning, actually. Fresh. It's fresh on my mind. That's one heck of a way to start your day. Well, yeah. With this particular episode. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to spoil things, but... Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, our 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 oh, uh, hey number Chris. one fan, Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris, what's up? He he messaged me um to say that we had a great episode. Our last episode was great. Thank he you loves very listening much, to the show. He says next episode you will cover deals with catching the killer. Such a moving episode. Can't wait to hear Eric's mm. reaction. Here, here's my general <laughs> reaction. Oh boy. <laughs> so this is the episode I was thinking of. Yeah. I said there's an episode that provides well, closure. Well, this episode Reed, kind Laura's of, killer. I'll tell you right now, this episode felt, I've said this before on the show, uh, like a season finale. It felt like a show finale. If this was the last episode, yeah. I would be very content. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, kind of like, where do we go? from here um he also said um i keep forgetting to ask who does the awesome metal version of the twin peaks theme song Mm -hmm. for your podcast um we mentioned it in like episode zero of our podcast but we should probably mention it again that was back in the olden days olden days that was like a long 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 time ago that artist is called vike and you can uh, look him up on youtube vike v-i-k-e um, he does an awesome metal um, version of the Twin Peaks theme song. And Chris also has another update for I, us. By the way, Chris, I love you. <laughs> we I love mean, you, really? Chris. Is this you, the email? Um, no, Chris is messaging me on Facebook. He oh. says that um, Monster Mania Con, which will be in Hunt Valley the last weekend of September, uh, will feature Cheryl Lee and Ray Wise as guests. Cheryl Lee is the actress who plays Laura and Maddie. Ooh. And Ray Wise is the actor who plays Leland. So if you want to go meet them and get their autographs, you can go... Where's Hunt Hunt Valley, Valley Maryland. 
Oh, it's in Maryland. It's in Maryland, Which is where yeah. we're at. Yeah, Monster Mania Con, um, I guess they do another one a little bit closer to Philadelphia, which I guess Chris is a little bit closer to Philly, and he was bummed he wasn't going to make it. Um, but uh, that the Hunt Valley one's a little closer to us. In Monster so Mania, I haven't heard of this, like a convention for horror stuff? Yes. So Ooh, I need to look this up. You think uh, any of our listeners, if you're interested in meeting uh, uh, Ray Wise or Cheryl Lee, they're going to be guests at Monster Mania Con. You can look it look it up. And uh, I need to look this up. I'm not a huge horror fan, but I am big fans of a few horror type things. Like Saw is probably my favorite horror thing. You think they'll be? I don't know. The jigsaw killer there? Yeah, I don't know if jigsaw. <laughs> will, will they put be a there. saw trap on my head? And I like don't know around? much about the horror genre. Yeah, neither like, do if I. If I went, it would be purely to see Ray Wise and Cheryl Lee, and then I would leave. I, I guess I would probably the... like walk around like this because I don't even like horror movies. Oh, and when like I say monsters. like this, listeners, I put my hands up like blinders because I don't really like horror movies. But, <sighs> but I like. Twin Peaks, which is sometimes quite horrifying, so because I'm I'm an I'm an enigma. I, well, sometimes. I didn't I'm a Renaissance woman. Before we watch start watching Twin Peaks, I didn't realize Twin Peaks was supposed to be spooky. Yeah, Twin Peaks is spooky, creepy. It's not really horror. Yeah, but I believe Ray Weiss has been in some horror movies also, okay. and Cheryl Lee probably has too. I feel bad. I don't know the whole resumes of both <laughs> of both Cheryl Lee and Ray Weiss, but Cheryl Lee has an amazing scream. So if she hasn't been in some horror movies, that's just a shame because her scream is fantastic. This well, this episode was kind of a heavy horror episode. It was, and and all I ever heard about Lots Twin of Peaks feels in this episode as well. All I ever heard about Twin Peaks before watching the show was that it was like uh, quirky. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet quirky people. So I thought it was like kind of like. Oh, we gotta solve the mystery! Oh boy, you know. But uh, it's hit it. this episode was a spooky episode. Yeah, this know? one was heavy on the creepy, a little less mm. on the cozy. When I meet Ray Wise, if I do, what should I have him sign? Your heart. My, my actual. I pull it out of my my <laughs> chest, and oh boy, that that sounds pretty cool. Maybe I'll see what's going on. Go um, down to go down to uh, Hunt Valley. Down by Hidden Valley, where the ranch is made. <laughs> we should read the Log Lady intro. You've got it. Um, I believe it's my turn. You are the Log Lady today. So this is the this is the Log Lady intro um, for this episode. So now the sadness comes, the revelation. There is a depression after an answer is given. It was almost fun not knowing. Yes, now we know. At least we know what we sought in the beginning. But there is still the question why. And this question will go on and on until the final answer comes. Then the knowing is so full, there is no room for questions. Now that one's applicable, right, to the episode? Yeah. Yeah. I think this one kind of refers. Oh, wait, I forgot. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I almost Thank forgot you for your snaps. snaps. You're welcome. Um, if I were to do a little interpretation of this one, um, I think it's uh, you're aware that I feel like we've discussed this before on the podcast that David Lynch was very um, he did not want to reveal the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was under tremendous pressure from the network to reveal the killer. So I feel like it's interesting that he should write 
um, for the log lady. It was almost fun not knowing. There's a depression after the answer is given. Like for like maybe David Lynch is kind of speaking through the log lady here. Did like, he write the log lady? Bits he did. Too? He did write the so log lady intros. Um, that he didn't want to reveal the killer. Um, Ever? So. No, never. He wanted, the, he wanted the mystery Can you imagine? Remain. That means in another universe, <laughs> they never found out who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah. Like, I guess he, um, he originally, he made a version of the pilot where he told who killed Laura because he was worried that they wouldn't make a TV show of it. And so he made just, like, a movie version of Twin Peaks. Like, oh, if the, they don't pick this up for a TV show, I'll just release it as a movie. So he made, like, a extended version of the pilot where he reveals kind of the whole Bob thing. Um, but obviously... So he reveals that. Like, yes. it's not, like, another... Like, he didn't he didn't make up, like, in, in, in his abridged version, like, it's someone else. Right. Yeah, no, I guess Boy. he always meant for it to be Bob. Okay. Um, now, whether Bob was in Leland at the time, I don't know if that was part of Have the, you watched it? Is it a thing you can watch? I don't think it's a thing that anyone can watch. Well, maybe. Maybe da- it exists somewhere David out there. David Lynch, if you're listening. David Lynch, send us the cut. <laughs> Send us the director's David cut. Lynch, if you're listening, <laughs> send us. And you, you probably, what do you think he feels about people doing David Lynch impressions? <laughs> he doesn't like it. I don't know. I don't know. Should we get into our segment where I recap the episode and you um, have me highlight any mysteries? I think that is standard protocol. Feel free <laughs> to... Fill in with your color commentary as you see fit. Let's jump right into Season 2, Episode 9 of Twin Peaks, also known as Arbitrary Law. Arbitrary Which I law. feel like is a very basic um, title for what it turns out to be a very epic episode. When they had Peaks. to like come up with episode titles <laughs> in Germany, they were just like, well, uh, it's 5 o'clock. Uh, arbitrary Law. Quitting time, guys. It's quitting time, guys. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's slap potato. No one's even watching this anyway. Let's go. <laughs> it opens on a great shot of our favorite lawmen. They're all yes. lined up again. It's, I don't know why they're all lined up. There's another kind of <laughs> Avenger shot yeah, in this episode. Is. It's so good. Albert. Yay! Yeah. Albert's back. Coop, Truman, and Hawk, and they're all walking in slow-mo. And yeah. I love it. Um, why is Albert back? He's back because there was another body, lest you forget, Maddie. Um, Not wrapped in plastic. Maddie was wrapped oh, in plastic. But, oh, but Pete never said it. Right, but Pete <laughs> never gave us yeah, the well. classic. Where did Leland get that plastic from? I don't know. But I do have a fun wrapped in plastic story for you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Real quick, real quick tangent. We just rapping about wrapped in plastic, that's all. Just rapping about wrapped in plastic. <laughs> you know how you said, like, if you ever hear the phrase wrapped in plastic, yes! it's like, uh, <laughs> like you're brainwashing. Wow. <laughs> you can no longer concentrate on yeah. the task at hand. This happened to me the other day. I was, <laughs> so, we're librarians, of course, and I was on a librarian message board and someone was complaining. They were complaining about 
um, the like environmentally, the environmental unfriendliness of this particular company that they had ordered something from, that they had sent them scarves, like for story time, like story time scarves, but each one was individually wrapped in plastic. Wrapped. <laughs> and they were saying like, can you believe this? And everyone was commenting, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But I like could not focus on how like, you know, how, you know, environmentally unfriendly this company was because all I could think was wrapped, wrapped in plastic. Can you, can you, like, you're at the library and it comes in and Pete's like, you won't believe this. <laughs> fellas. It, fella, fellas. Don't open that box fella, of scarves. Fellas don't, open, <laughs> fella, fellas, don't open that box of scarves. They're all wrapped in plastic. Oh, God. I would love to do a story time with Pete. Can you imagine? Oh, God. He'd be so great. And did Pete worry? <laughs> Goodness, no. <laughs> What color do you think that made his shoes? Pete <laughs> the cat. Oh yeah, I actually. Pete Martell the cat. I ordered those scarves. They came in to me too. Oh, where each single one is wrapped in plastic. In plastic. Oh, yeah, but I, maybe I wasn't thinking about the planet Earth. I was excited because it made it feel like each scarf was a present just for me. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Thank you, company. That's Sorry, so Earth. Cute. <laughs> Sorry, Earth. Um, yeah, but I did uh, comment on that on that uh, message with just a gif of Pete Martell saying, calling the sheriff's office wrapped in plastic. So I was good. like, is anybody else having a hard time concentrating on like how inefficient this company? <laughs> I think like one person like you think it. they're you think maybe the scarf company. As, as a huge Twin Peaks fan, they're like, this is going to be so inside. No one's going to get it. No one's going to get gonna our know reference. It's the, the Laura Palmer uh, walk with me, fire walk with me, scarf, scarf, scarf distribution line. company. <laughs> okay. Anyways. That's a wrapping about wrapped plastic oh. segment. Albert's back because Maddie had the letter O under her fingernail. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that this is most likely the work of the same serial killer that killed Laura and Teresa. Um, what else did she have? Fur from a taxidermied yeah. white fox. Of course, we know where that came yeah. from. Well, I didn't know at first. Um, I, oh, did you forget? Did I you forget about the fur? Yeah, I for, there was a couple things that I had forgotten that luckily... It's as, been a while. Well, yeah, it's been a while. Like, for us, like, out of game, yeah. it's been a while. But I had forgotten about the fur, and later when Coop uh, references his ring, I had forgotten about that. But luckily, as they're talking, it came back to came me. Back you to know? Me. Yeah, yeah. Such a great episode. Yeah. Or maybe not a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Was that you trying to, like... Well, that's me being a little Ooh, sneaky. Maybe I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Asks for 24 hours to follow his vision quest to its end. Because Truman wants to call everyone and do the thing. Um, And they give it to him, which is a little bit of a reverse on the last episode where Truman's like, I'm charging this guy. I can't hold people based on your dreams anymore, Coop. And Coop was like, I understand. You you know, (laughs) I'm I'm reflecting on this episode and I I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm going to have a lot of highlights because I realize this episode really wrapped up. Wraps up a lot of mysteries. Wraps those mysteries. (laughs) 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 Wraps them. Guys, Hey, fellas, <laughs> don't believe this. The mysteries are wrapped. And, okay, anyway, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I Here's will have a mystery. Are Donna and James engaged now? Um, 
They are in the diner. They're like high school engaged, though. Right, but like they're talking to each other. I feel like they're talking about how they made hanky panky the night before. They did sexy stuff. Yeah, yeah. They made they made love. You think James took his jacket off? Because <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> he always has a jacket on. That's why I was asking because he's always got the leather jacket. He was like, "No, nah, babe, I keep the jacket on." <laughs> and then he gives her. It looks like a diamond ring. He puts yeah. it on her left ring finger. He never says, like, will you marry me? She never says yes. They say the words perfect. They say the words forever, I think. Forever. Yeah. I think they kind of, like, semi got engaged. Yeah. They're, they're like, sort of engaged. But then maybe... At least least for this part of that. Semi broke up later, maybe. Yeah. Um, Norma's mom doesn't like her eggs. Um, so that's the thing that happened. I'm sh- listeners, I'm shaking my head. Was, also, she was like, by the way, if you want to make this nice, <laughs> what'd she say? You need to get like some white whatever sausage. Some, like mushrooms. And mole and- mushrooms or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, mom, I'm going to go outside and pick them, you know? Um, Andy, for some reason, he's eating pie and he recites Harold's suicide note mm-hmm. out loud to himself. Um, I guess maybe Andy is feeling quite lonely, and so he um, he recites Harold's note, which was that he's a lonely soul in French. Now, what what Donna, does that sound like? What's a lonely soul in French? Does, I forget it. I don't. I'm not gonna. Je, I don't je, speak French. Je suis. Oh na na na. <laughs> That's. I am a pineapple yeah. in French. I know that much. <laughs> um, Donna remembers. That she's heard those words before. Good memory, Donna. From when she visited the Tremonts, the old lady that she gave the Meals on Wheels to. With Queen Corn Kid. And her magician grandson. And she needs to tell Cooper right away. Yeah. By the way, great memory for her, yep. right? And I that was another example of a thing I'd forgotten. Like, I didn't make mm-hmm. that connection, you know? Yeah. So good. Um, they go to the house. Now, th- I want to say something about the pacing in this episode. Yes. Like, they reference something, and then they do it. It's like the most recent season of Game of Thrones. The pacing was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, John's like, I gotta go meet this dragon queen. The next episode, he's like, hello, dragon queen. <laughs> it's like, the pacing in this episode was and so And the dragon fast. queen was like, here's your cream corn. <laughs> Check your pockets. <laughs> the prestige. Oh, the prestige. That's actually what the prestige is just about. Cream corn the whole time. I gotta oh figure God. out how does he do the cream corn trick? You know. It's okay, Christian Bell. You'll figure it uh, out one day. Hugh Jackman, so good in that movie. God, that's a great movie. Um, they go, they go to the house where she had met the Tremonts, but they're not there. They were never there. What? 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 There's another lady there, and she's like, I don't have. My mom's not here, and I never had a kid. And oh, but you're Donna. There's a note here for you. Go ahead and highlight this part. Okay. So this part is an ongoing mystery that it, I, I feel like this episode's so good because it wraps up a lot of. Mysteries hanging out there. Mm-hmm. This is one that continues. In fact, it was one that I kind of thought was like a forgotten mystery. You know, the the cream corn kid and mm-hmm. and, and and his grandma. You know, um, Harold left a note for Donna, and well, he left her a page yeah. of of Laura's diary. 
And by the way, as she's reading it, the camera zooms in on her mouth. Oh, God, it's so close. Like, it, it keeps getting closer. I thought it was going to go in her mouth. Oh, man. It's an interesting piece of camera What, what is that called? Uh, endoscopy? Was it when, <laughs> when they put the camera right down your throat? I thought we were just going to keep going. On February 22nd, Laura had Coop's dream. Mm. Where she whispered the secret in his ear. Um... Another thing that she mentions in that uh, in that entry is that Mike um, has like an antagonistic relationship with Bob, and that like he could stop Bob. And then on February twenty third, she predicts her death. She says she has to die in order to get away from Bob. Go go ahead and highlight that dream because okay. I have, I have something to say about that. I don't okay. know if it's a theory, but it's an observation. Um, but this is uh, one kind of uh, mystery, kind of wrapped up a little bit, right? You know, as far as like what was going on. What was that back in episode three? Right? Yes, very cool. This is a great episode because I think like. Or was it a good episode? I don't know. Um, <laughs> because it, like, wrapped up so many things, but there's so many, uh, I don't want to call them callbacks, but, like, you're rewarded as a, yeah. as a viewer for sticking through it, right? right? You know, so good. I remember that weird thing that happened. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's pretty much just every episode. Re- yeah. Every part of this episode was, like, remember that weird thing? Well, here's your, here's your reward, you know? Yeah. Um, Coop has to see Gerard Mike. Right away. And boom, right to Mike. Um, the pacing this episode so fast. Um, and he tells him about the dream that him and Laura both had. And Mike mentions a golden circle. And that reminds Coop of the giant yeah. who took his ring. Appetite and what was it? Appetite and hunger together. You know, perfect harmony or yeah. symbiosis. And he puts his fingers like that. And Mike says that giant will help him find Bob if he asks. Mm-hmm. And he says that the clues are here, not here. And he points. He points. It's not in his not head, in the brain, in his heart, in your heart, yeah. or your lungs, <laughs> That's or your, true. your rib cage. He wasn't. He was generally generally he, he, his the, torso the answers area. are in your torso. Uh, Doc Hayward. We don't get to see him every episode. Oh uh, yeah, he was. He there. was there going yeah. <laughs> 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 Mike. Oh, oh, oh. You still going on with the scene? No, go oh. ahead. Mike dies, right? Did he die? Well, he kind of looked like he did. Oh, no, Mike didn't die. I thought he was going to die. Do we see Mike again? Look at you thinking. I forget. I don't think he dies. But Doc Hayward's worried he's going to die. Yeah. Someone else dies. He wasn't. <laughs> Someone else dies. <laughs> Um, there's a cool zoom down the hallway of Coop. I'm loving all the, like, zoom shots yeah. in this in this. Is this episode. a David Lynch joint, this episode? This one was not a David Lynch joint. Who directed it? Um, I do not know I believe the his name. his name is not David Lynch. Yeah, I don't know the name. I, I feel bad. I should know the name of the guy. But I, I looked it up because I was like, there's some Lynchian stuff going on. Yeah, this it, is a very good one. It wasn't, it wasn't him. Um, the camera zooms in on Coop, and he's, like, standing in the hallway. He's standing like, in the hallway. Just kind of, like, you know, kind of gathering his thoughts. Right. Because he's got 24 hours. And he looks down the hallway, and he sees the old man. Yeah. The old room service guy yeah. with the milk. And the old room service guy lets him know that he's getting warmer. Yeah. And that's when they investigate the Great Northern and find the white fox, the taxidermied white fox. They also find phone records, mm-hmm. and they find that Ben called Laura the night that she died. 
Um, by the way, that scene is really great because uh, I guess as they're ransacking Ben's office, they decide to take an evidence at Enormous Fish. Did you see them walking yeah. behind them? <laughs> They're like, why not? this? This is important, what, guys. I don't know what kind of evidence that big fish is gonna be, but um, it looks like all of this evidence is just pointing to Ben. Ben has the fox in his room. He called Laura the night that he died. That's what they think. But Coop is not convinced. You see it on his face. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not convinced right now. Um, go back to the police uh, department, the sheriff's office. There's a guy. He's fixing the sprinklers. Um, <laughs> That turns out to be important later in the episode. Uh, he gets to overhear quite the conversation between Andy and Lucy. Him, him like being on. So when I saw this, I thought of like Amanda, because Amanda be like, if we're like at a Your restaurant, wife or something, Amanda. yeah, my wife Amanda, because it'll be like, uh, like if we're at a restaurant and like someone's like talking, she'll be like, hmm, 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 what's going on over here? Oh, there's, there's she something like to going on. I, she likes to uh, witness. She likes to drop She the likes memes. to witness things, or like if we're once we we're in Atlantic City and there was like, it's not funny, but there was a couple that were uh, probably partook in too many of the alcoholic beverages and they were really fighting it out, like not oh, physically, but no. yelling at each other. Yeah. And Amanda was like, "I'm gonna follow them." <laughs> she was like, "I got listen." So we like scouted ahead. She and was like free entertainment. She, she likes this is down the boardwalk and Amanda and I like sat on the bench as they like walked by yelling at each other and then Amanda would scout ahead further and like she, we got the whole deets. Um, but anyway, I, I that's what I thought of because that guy was like, oh, sperms. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, I want to talk about my kid and Lucy's like, brother, I don't know if it is your kid. Yeah. Like, there's a 50-50 chance that this is Dick Tremaine's kid. Yeah. And Andy calls up Dick, and he's like, we need to have a meeting of the minds. If you're available. <laughs> that was a great moment. Because he walks out there like a boss. I need to talk to Richard Tremaine. And he goes, if you're available. <laughs> so good, Andy. Oh, goodness. And Lucy was kind of into it until that moment. She Did was. like, She that? was like, this guy. She was like, oh, oh. Andy, you're not going <laughs> to... You're not gonna hurt him, are you? And she's like, "Yeah, I want you to hurt him." I got a theory about Andy. Oh yeah, I just thought of it just now. All thought right. of it just now. All right. Mr. Tajimura visits oh. Ben in jail. Oh, such a great mm. and mm. reveals herself um, via foot. Via foot, yeah, he I recognizes for- that foot. I right forgot. Away. So this is a great callback. to Another what great callback. What is that episode one? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, of course, Ben's in the feet stuff. Ben's in the foot stuff. Well, I, by the way, no, no judging. judgment. Those are gorgeous toes. <laughs> but man, he sees it and he goes, Catherine. Like he recognizes her <laughs> from the foot. Oh my goodness. From the foot. And he goes down and he's like kissing her toes. Oh my goodness, Ben. Uh, and uh, she says she'll, um, that he needs to sign mm-hmm. Ghostwood Estates and the mill over to her and he's like oh yes I'll sign it immediately you have to tell them that we were together the night that Laura died that's the truth and she's like I'll consider it do you think I mean he signed it do you think he had a backup plan or do you think he's just like I'm willing to just give you all this so I don't go to prison. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think, too. he was like, too. I don't want to go to jail. Like, I don't think there was any, like, old, like, he was just like, yeah, 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 you know? And then she's like, I consider it. Mm-hmm. He should have been like, officers, look at his feet! <laughs> look at his feet! In the, in the words of Pete from the last episode, she's a caution. Oh, God, um, so good. That was a great scene. Donna... 
brings a tape of that song. That Your favorite song. I hate. How does you that song love? go? You probably know how it Just goes. Just you. Uh uh-huh. And I. Uh-huh. <laughs> how close am I? I'm playing yeah, pretty close. We're pretty close. I'm that, playing the part of yeah. both Maddie and Donna. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm playing the part of James with that really high pitched singing voice. <laughs> I actually um, like that scene a lot. I, I really do. I know you did. I know you did. Um, <laughs> Donna brings that tape over to Leland. Uh, she wants him to mail it to Maddie. Um, he recognizes Laura's glasses. Why is she wearing those glasses well, inside of the house? Those are Laura's glasses yeah, that were given to her. By Maddie. At first, I thought there was some kind of magical stuff going on. Remember because- how... Didn't we have, like, a working theory that, like, she was, like, channeling Yeah, I really did. It is kind of weird she's wearing... I mean, are they that nice of glasses? Do you know? I mean, do they look cool? I don't think they... I thought she was hiding a black eye when she first walked in because they're, like, huge. They're, like, paparazzi glasses. You know? And I actually thought that there was magic stuff going on. Not not just Laura channeling her, but remember when Maddie smashed her glasses? Like, I hate these glasses! I was like, are those the same glasses? For a second, I was like... But they're just different glasses. No, they're Laura's sunglasses. And then she's always smoking when she wears Laura's sunglasses, too, which I guess. But, like, that's so dumb. Like, why would you wear... Just give me a moment. Why would you wear sunglasses, first of all? Why would you wear the, the, the glasses of a man's dead daughter... In his house, indoors, you're wearing sunglasses indoors, and then you light up a cigarette in front of him. You're a high school student. That's so weird. Anyways, it's a weird scene, but... Wait, 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 wait. Before you roll on, wait. (laughs) Maybe she is being channeling Laura or something. We don't know. I mean, I I don't know. There is something going on there. There's definitely something going on and she tells him about the secret diary. And he's she's like, like hmm. I guess she assumes he knows, but he doesn't know. She's informing him. Secret. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, you know, they found the secret diary. And he's like, yeah, I know. They got the diary from upstairs. And she's like, no, that was her normal diary. This is her secret diary. Yeah. And then. Um, the one with sexy stuff in it. Yeah. Well, even then, more than the regular one. And yeah. And now he's starting to get a little shaky. You see it on his face. Yeah. What could she have possibly written in that secret diary? Probably stuff about Bob. Um, gets a, He gets a call that Maddie didn't make it home. Mm-hmm. And now Donna starts to get a little shaky because she's upset her friend didn't make it home. Well, plus there's a killer on the loose, right? right. They don't know it's um, Bob inside Leland's body. And Leland checks the mirror and, of course, there's Bob. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking, Donna, you're in danger, girl. Um, I love, by the way, can we talk about Bob for a second? Let's um, talk about Bob for a let's second. Let's talk about Bob. What about Bob? What I, about Bob? He's doing this teeth thing. I Ooh, love it. I so love crazy. it. It's a. Ma- yeah. Take a snap of okay, your phone. Snap, snap a picture, picture. of here, your Bob impression. I, can you, here, snap a picture of me doing it, and then I'm going to snap a picture of you doing it. Too. Oh, no. Are we both going to do Bob yeah, impressions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here, wait, wait. Turn on selfie. We'll do it together. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Ready? Okay, ready? All righty. <laughs> oh, so that was terrifying. I love it because it's so scary. And, and later, like just a little bit later in the same scene, like it cuts to when he's doing the music, you know? Yes. And Leland on the outside looks pretty chill, mm-hmm. but on the inside, he's just like barely keeping it together. Like yeah, he's hungry. He's like, he can't 
wait you, to kill well, this girl. Well, what it is, he's well highlight it. Highlight it. Okay, yeah, highlight it. I mean, he's got this look on his face like I cannot wait to kill this girl. Meanwhile, like he puts on the music yeah. for dancing slash killing. Well, because he's like, you know what, always cheers me up. And I was like, oh, man, with the dancing, dancing again. Dancing slash killing people who remind me of Laura. That's yeah. what always cheers yeah. me up. You know, you start off slow and you're a little sad. And then you start murdering and, and then you feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me Fred. <laughs> Luckily, Harry shows up yeah. right in the nick of time. That's another good thing that Harry's done. <laughs> Show up. Um, <laughs> that, uh, he's dancing with. He's dancing with Donna, and he, like, grabs her. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if if Harry hadn't have rung the doorbell, he would have murdered her, Yes, right? he would have. Well, murdered and... Maybe something else. Some grown-ups. Dangerous, stuff. sexy times to yeah. her. Oh, so, so... And she knows it. Like, she does. She's like, I gotta get out of yeah, here. Yeah, you can see it on her face. Well, she's she, like... Even, even before they start dancing, like, he comes up and, like, grabs her hair, remember? And the, she spins around, and the music's like... Rah! You know, oh my goodness. That was a creepy uh, scene. And, and the idea that he's dancing with this young girl and and on the inside, he's just like. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, and then she goes, she meets up with James. Yeah. And she gives him the bad news. Now, she's jumping to a lot of conclusions. They happen to be true conclusions. She's yeah. like, Maddie's dead. She She's making that inference just based on the fact that she knows Maddie didn't get to where they're going. And yeah. there's another murder. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. she's assuming it's Maddie. And James is very disillusioned by this news. He's mm-hmm. like, nothing changes in this town. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how happy you and I are together. Like... stupid stuff is going to happen in this town and I'm sick of it. And he gets on his bike and he rides away and she's like screaming after him, James, James. This is a kind of a tough scene for me because she's like, she's asking him, don't leave, don't leave. And he's like, I gotta go. Yeah, that was a bummer scene. He said, James has gotta go. Yeah, I did not like James. He probably should have stayed and did not like James comforted her or at yeah. least get her home. I mean, was she on the side of the road or something? Yeah. A man almost murdered her. Yeah, you know? that was a jerk move. Well, she didn't tell him that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he just said, I'll leave you on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, at the roadhouse. It's storming outside. Lightning everywhere. And we've collected quite the assortment of characters. We've got Truman, Albert, Hawk, Coop, Ed, Ben. <laughs> Hi, Ed. Haven't seen you in a while. Ed. I don't know. It was almost like we got to get everyone in this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's call back everybody. Ben, Leland, Bobby, Leo. Oh, you um, know who we didn't see? My boy Snake. <laughs> I, I was like, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, this is it. Snake's going to show up. Tess has been telling me for, for 15 episodes. Major Briggs. Yes. Oh, and this man. the room service guy. And a room service guy walks up to Leland and offers him some gum. Um, and Leland's like, oh, it's my favorite gum. I had it when I was a boy. And the room service guy says, that gum you like is going to come back in style. Which is what he had said. Which is something that Coop remembers from the dream. Yeah. And then that that clues him in to remember something else that happened in his dream, which was Laura whispering in his ear that her father 
killed her. And then his ring reappears. Yeah, the giant it, it appears in midair yep. and it falls. So now we know that like in Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, <laughs> that scene is just clearly a ripoff of... <laughs> Of Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. <laughs> I am obviously making fun of people that see things that are vaguely similar to things and go, well, this whole thing is a ripoff of whatever. Um, real quick, the did Coop call Major Briggs and the waiter there? Or did they just happen to be there because of fate? Because the, the waiter... I think it happened to be The waiter fate. was like walking on the side of the road. I think Coop was like... Coop called some of these people yeah. there. And then he was like, someone's missing. And then Major Briggs is like... I found this guy, yeah. and he told me to bring him here. Yeah, I don't think I think Coop called everyone else, but I think the waiter and Major Briggs Obviously, got brought there by like room fate. service guy and the giant are like linked somehow, or so. they're the same person or something. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Uh, he got his ring back, which mm-hmm. is nice, and it, that scene too when he says the gum line and it like all clicks and it cuts everyone like frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, that was yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Like, he had that epiphany. So. It's so interesting, too, because it's it's not that Coop has to find the answer. It's that Coop knew the answer. He just has to remember it. Yes. You know? It's very, very cool. Yes. That's right. Coop knew the answer way back in episode three when he called. <laughs> and here he goes, can you tell me? He goes, ah, wait till morning. When and then the next morning. Harry and said, I know who killed Laura yeah. Palmer. Yes, it can wait for morning. <laughs> and then he goes, well, I forgot. Let me, uh, yeah, let me, we'll, um, we'll figure this out later. Coop announces that they're all going to go back to the station with Ben and Leland. Um, and this is the old bait and yeah. switch because he makes it seem like they're going to arrest Ben, but they really throw Leland it, into the holding it's cell. interesting, too, because he says, and I, I kind of figured that's what he was doing, right? It's interesting. He says, Ben, you're coming with me. And then he's like, you better bring Leland because you probably need him as your attorney. But in just yesterday's or yesterday's, the last episode... They said Ben couldn't be his attorney. Leland could Or Leland could be his yeah. attorney because, you know. He was also. Yeah. There. But then it was like, well, I hope no Jerry one was his that. attorney. Yeah. So yeah. I so it was like, him. you know, he did that uh, just to get him. Yeah. Get him there. You know. Um, And they throw Leland into the holding cell and Leland goes nuts. And He's Coop a, says, that's not Leland. A caged animal. Well, even, yeah. even Ben. Ben looks and goes, Leland? Yeah. Ben's like, what is going on here? That's you not know? Leland. That's Bob in there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Truman, voice of reason, is like, well, this isn't enough to hold him. I need evidence. And and a coop baller move. He's like, how about a confession? Yeah. Well, well, first, I know I kind of give I give Truman a hard time. Yeah. Because, you know, he abuses his authority over people. <laughs> but um, <laughs> th- that was a good move on his hand. I mean, really, he's he's kind of been like the uh, the Scully and like from the X-Files. Like Scully's right. like the skeptic. And then uh, uh, Fox Mulder's like the believer, Coop right? Coop has been the Coop, Mulder. Yeah, yeah. And, and Truman's been the skull. You're like, well, guys, I can't. So I do appreciate that about him. Like that outside, like, guys, we th- none of this. <laughs> you can't use dreams. So we got to figure this out. Um, so I do appreciate that. But then Coop goes, how about a confession? And then it cuts to... Um, uh, uh, the interrogation. Yeah, interrogation. And they've, uh, Hawk has like the gun on him. Yeah. And that, like they know this guy's dangerous. Right. This man. And Bob confesses to killing Laura and Maddie. Um, he has a thing for knives, just like what happened to Coop in Pittsburgh. We didn't get the full story, right? We didn't get the full story. Which, go, but go. how does Bob know about what happened to Coop in Pittsburgh? Should I highlight that? Highlight that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I was wrong. There's more highlights than I expected, actually. Mm. You know? 
Um, and he says he's got to shuffle off to Chicago. Oh, does he? Say yeah, that? he says. He I says. Know. I don't know if it was in. I think it was in. He goes. This this uh, body. This Leland's been a good vehicle, but this one's full of holes and then shambles or something. I gotta yeah. shuffle off to Chicago. Gotta and go I was like, I was like, well, good luck, new. buddy, because that's the home of Scruff McGruff. So he's gonna. <laughs> Scruff McGruff doesn't let any crime happen. And is Scruff McGruff still a thing? I Probably. don't know. That's a good question. I just remember like the commercials for Scruff McGruff. I do too. Do you remember? Scruff McGruff. Chicago, Chicago Illinois. Illinois. 60652. 60652. Very nice. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Scruff McGruff. <laughs> um, right in the middle of this very intense interrogation scene, we get, I guess, <laughs> what's supposed to be a little comic relief with <sighs> Lucy and Dick and Andy. Now, Andy said that he wanted to have a conversation with Dick, but when Dick gets there, Lucy takes over the conversation. Well, Lucy's got to be like, boys? And you she, know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, guys, here's the deal. I'm keeping this baby. And after it's born, they'll do a blood test to determine the father. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I expect your complete cooperation. Yep. I remember when we first saw Dick Tremaine, I was like, boy, I love this guy. I don't like him in the 70s. No. He's real. We saw the nasty side of Dick He's Tremaine. He's being real smarmy in this Yeah, episode. and he does like that thing. It was like, anyone, uh, do you have a light? And then he, light. he had his own light. He lights yeah. a cigarette. So what was that about? You just trying to. And Andy looks just at. Just trying to mess with Andy. Andy looks for a light and goes. No. <laughs> no. Like, that's like. That's like his baller, like, man-up move. Yeah. I like that, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Andy, man. Uh, um, Coop lays it all out. Yep. Um, Ben's blood type didn't match, and that was the thing that clued them, like, mm-hmm. they couldn't have been Ben. Um, Leland danced like the little man in Very the dream. Very nice. His hair turned gray. Bob was spelling out his name with the letters. What was the hair turned gray connection? I'm trying to think of that. <sighs> I think it was... Someone warned him that there was a white-haired man. I think it was Mike. Mike yeah. told him. And so yeah. he's making that connection yeah. that his hair had changed. Yeah. Um, Bob was spelling out Robert's son in, with the, the letters and the Mystery solved. Yeah. So it was Leland. It was Leland who called Laura from, yeah. from Ben's office. It was Leland the whole time. Here. Let me get my stamp out. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. And right? then, and then the sprinklers go off. Yeah. And Bob slash Leland runs head. Is first. it the water that set him off? I think it just made him go crazy. Like just too much stuff. Yeah. Well, you and know, he, it's easy to get overwhelmed sometimes. <laughs> I get it. He runs know. head first into the wall multiple times. And I thought he was going to break the door down. I really did. I thought that Bob was going to just like tunnel through that you know what i mean break through it but he He just broke through leland's head exactly he was basically killed leland um and leland seems my boy leland seems to wake up and realize what he's done and it seems to me i don't know if you got the same thing it seems to me that when bob is inside of leland he doesn't know and doesn't remember what he did. Um, and like he's a, how'd I get here? Yeah. Like, and he, he kept saying that they wanted Laura. He kept using the plural. Highlight that. Highlight it. Highlight it. Um, 
they want Laura. They could use her, but Laura wouldn't let them in. Um, and Leland killed Teresa. Bob made him do terrible things. Um, it seems like Bob has been with him since he was a little boy. Um, yeah. And then um, there's this oh, the scene where he dies. And Coop is kind of like ushering him into the afterlife. And he says that he can see Laura in heaven. Or what he thinks is heaven. Or what he thinks. Yeah, the yeah. light His, that, yeah, the light that it, yeah. he's going towards. That scene is like so incredible. I really wish. Both I, of those guys performed. I wish I remembered because Coop says something very interesting because he is talking about the light. It but might he says, be. He says a lot about like space without boundary and no circumference and no, you know what I mean? And I think that's really interesting. You know, the, the not necessarily heaven is in like clouds and columns, but like the beyond, mm-hmm. right? You know, probably whatever david lynch sees you know all joking aside right right? you know he probably saw something and he was like this is the thing i'm I'm referencing because i get the fact i get the feeling that he's often referencing things (laughs) just like the uh the laura palmer scarf distribution company is is referencing things that only he will get like that that girl dancing with the flashlight and was that the last episode yeah that's a thing that makes a lot of sense to him right but we are only figuring out through like that lens that he's giving us you know highlight did i oh um shoot i lost it i lost it we highlighted they highlight oh highlight uh, leland as a small kid okay for me please okay Ooh, when we meet ray wise at monster con you think we can just ask him some of these questions <laughs> that would be great you- i don't know if he would know <laughs> He can just give us. We'd be, this is our answer. We'd like just give you us your best be like, guess. Uh, Ray Wise, when you did that show in the early nineties, can you? Oh no! This is what we'll say: is when we go, when you do that show in the early nineties, can you answer this? And when he, when he says, "I don't know," we're like, "I thought your last name was Wise." <laughs> and we just stare at him, <laughs> and then his handlers carry us away. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought your name was Wise. <laughs> <laughs> And then Truman, Albert, Major Briggs, and Coop have kind of a decompression session. I was so happy to see. It was so, wait, this this lineup of characters is very interesting because, so say that again. We had Coop, Coop, Truman, Truman, Albert. Albert. Makes sense so far. Major Briggs. Major Briggs. They see him just standing there outside. And he's like standing. It's almost kind of a creepy <sighs> moment. I th- highlight Major Briggs. Yeah. I love him. He he's probably my favorite character yeah. actually. Now that now that now that I really think about it, the thing is we don't see him enough to really. Yeah. But um, there's also while they're walking, the camera does this interesting thing. Where it focuses on, uh, like, it's, like, looking up through the trees of it. Like, you know? Because yeah. they're just kind of, like, in shock. Yeah. Leland died. Tru- how long has Truman known this guy? You know? Yeah. Oh, like, hi- for years and years. I like Truman in this scene. Just okay. Like, hi- Truman after the events of yes. Leland dying and all that. But they're just decompressing, right, at this they're point. They're having... They're decompressing. Is it a cemetery that they're in? Where are they at? Just I a park? I think they're just right outside the just sheriff's Walking station. around, yeah. Now, I... I don't know what the timeline is because the sprinklers went off and I assume everyone was really wet. But when we see them, they're all dry. So I'm not quite sure what the timeline is. That could just be a, oops, we forgot that they were all supposed to be wet. You know what I do whenever I see something (laughs) like that and one person will call it a continuity error or a puddle. I call it time travel. (laughs) Time travel happened. So I don't know 
if that's a continuity error. It's 90s TV, and there were a lot more back then than there are now. Um, or if it's meant to be, like, hours later, we've all changed our clothes. Yeah. Um, all taking showers. Right. Together. <laughs> You think that happened? Probably. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Truman is having a hard time. Albert says, look at it. He's trying to wash my back. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, continue. Truman's having a hard time. I think, like, he still wants to believe that Leland was crazy. That yeah. this Bob well, he's thing the, isn't he's real. He's the Scully, right? Yeah. He sits down. You see it on his... What's the actor's name of Truman? Oh, I forget. Off the top of my head right well, now. Well, Mr. Forget off the top of your head. <laughs> he um, he did a great job in this episode, I thought. you yeah. know, And I know I haven't been the biggest Truman fan, but I thought he did a great job as uh, if he's a, you know, not believing in the magic stuffs. Mm-hmm. Of being like, okay, I'm going with this because I trust Coop. He's delivered so far. Um, but really, when he sits down and he says, I I got, he, he says, like, I got to tell you, I'm having a, I'm having a real hard time, you know, understanding or, or believing any of this, you know? Oh, you looking it up? Michael Ontking. Michael Ontking. Yes. I mean, I thought he did a great job there where it was like, I know what I just witnessed, but what the heck, you know? And Truman says something like, does it... Is it easier to believe that a father raped and murdered his daughter? Yeah. You know? And Albert points out other people saw Bob. They saw him in visions. They saw him in dreams. How are you going to say that Bob isn't real? Like, it wasn't just isolated to Leland. Yeah. So, like, is is everyone having delusions? Like, you can't just say that Leland was crazy. Now, is Coop crazy? Is is Sarah Palmer crazy? Is Laura Palmer crazy? Which is interesting, because you would think, well, based on what we've seen of Albert so far, I think it could be easy to assume he would be the naysayer right mm-hmm. away, right? But he he's seen, you know, he's seen, right. he's heard from people, and he's like, we have... No choice but to believe. He also works with Coop, who employs the Tibetan method. Let me so. ask. Let me ask you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was another great scene too. I think it was when, or a great line when, um, when he's got everyone in in, in the roadhouse, and he says yeah. like, "I've used deduction." He's listing all yeah. his skills essentially, like like almost like D and D stats. Yeah, I've used deduction. I've even a bit of luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> so good. And and um, now I've got to use something for uh, lack of a better word, magic. And they're all thinking. They're all kind of questioning. What was Bob? Where did he come from? And where is he now? The, and then, the bigger question is. And then we see this shot of an owl. Mm. And then that's the end of that. Well, it's, it's, you see, it's, I'm assuming from Bob's perspective as a spirit floating around, right? Which I, I don't know if it was last episode of our cast or one of them. I mentioned the movie Fallen with Denzel Mm -hmm. Washington. That's a, is it like straight out of that movie? Fallen's a straight up Twin twin Peaks ripoff. Uh, (laughs) But no, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like, he can, the spirit or whatever that, Inhabit it, inhabits like the killers, it can float out and it can, you know, it does that same thing like from its perspective through walls and stuff. But, and I'm assuming Bob goes into the owl. Owls are not what they seem. Well, that owl isn't According anymore. to the log lady. You think that owl starts dancing? <laughs> and it, it turns gray. It turns gray, <laughs> starts dancing, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end of the episode, my friend. Roll credits. Roll credits. Um, Booyakasha. Whoa. 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 
That's how I started my morning this morning. I was I, like sitting down. I had a nice big bowl of cereal. I was all sitting cross-legged up on my couch. I was like relaxing. I was like, I'm going to watch me some Twin Let Peaks. me watch this old quirky TV yeah, show. Yeah, let me uh, get a little bit of the cozies up in here. But I got an extra dose of the creepies. Extra dose of the creepies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's um, let's talk about those mysteries. Let's go through the ones that you had me highlight here. You had me highlight the Tremonts, um, Mrs. Tremont and her grandson, the magician. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I, I, I kind of wish that we were able to, I don't know, like every time there's a hanging out mystery, like say like that's a case closed, right? Cause uh-huh. this episode probably closed what, like six or seven hanging out mysteries. Yeah. The fingernails. Uh, the, the the letters under the fingernails, what was going on with the hair, why is he dancing? Like, it was great. Yeah. But this is one that's hanging out there. Yeah. What is going on with Cream Corn Kid and, and the grandma? I think, this is just a, just a theory, I think they're linked somehow to the they that Leland, uh. Bo- Leland was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think there's Bob, the spirit, and... Do you think they're spirits, too? Well, there's Bob. Is Mike the same spirit or a different type of spirit? Mike is... Be careful with your out-of-game knowledge. Well, Mike has already, like, admitted to being some kind of spirit, But is it the same kind? Yeah. The same kind of spirit as... I don't know. Yeah. Because he said, like, Bob was as familiar, whatever that means. So is Mike the spirit? But they used to... They used to be in league with each other, and now they're not. They used to kill together. Yeah. The perfect circle, you know, appetite and, Mm -hmm. you know... um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're somehow linked. They could be spirits. We could say that they so, are though. otherworldly beings, maybe. Yeah. And if if Mike if Mike and Bob are are you saying you think the Tremonts might be as well? Mm-hmm. You think David Lynch saw a kid with cream corn in his hands in when he was meditating? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, th- I think they're somehow linked to the they, whether or not they're spirits like Mike and Bob or familiar or something else, or linked to the darkness in the woods or the giant or. <laughs> <laughs> or um, what's uh, I always get Nadine and Norma mixed up. Nadine, Nadine's super strength. Who knows? But I think they're linked somehow. Um, Laura and Coop's shared dream. Yes. So Coop had his dream in episode three. Yes. Laura's been dead for how long? Like probably oh, three. See what so I mean? They couldn't have had the dream at the same Thank time. Thank you. I was just thinking, like, were they dreaming at the same time? No. no. So Laura had her dream. Let, let's say, let's pretend each episode's essentially a day, which mm-hmm. we've kind of figured that out. So Coop had his dream essentially four days after Laura had her dream. She had right. a dream the day before she was murdered, right? right? So that means she had her dream and. Four days later, Coop had the same exact dream or her dream, her dream traveled into the future, you know, just an observation. Yeah. Didn't happen at the same time. Couldn't have happened at the same time. The way it's presented, it kind of feels like it happened at, like they were visiting each other in the dream. They they could have visited, well, to be perfectly honest, he was an old man in the dream, right? Yes, that is true. It could have been she shot the dream to him when he was like in the future. And since Coop is whatever he is special or whatever he could still absorb he could it you know access it yeah, somehow. yeah i mean he was an old man in that dream right he was yeah um andy you have a you have a theory about andy you said you had just come up with a theory about andy in what scene cuz that depends oh um how andy was oh, going to call oh, it yeah yeah this is real stupid so okay 
Prediction about who the dad is. Okay. Andy is the dad. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because we got to figure out if his sperms hit target. Hit the target. The right. A- the uh-huh. egg being the target. Yeah. Boo! Foreshadowing, my friend. He <laughs> hit the target earlier with a... Who is that? Um, Ro- Jacques Renault. One of the Renaults. <laughs> and uh, he hit the target with Miss Lucy. That's what I think. That's, <laughs> That's my prediction. Boo! I'm a whole damn town. Um, you had a theory about Bob um, putting on the music and then killing, about to kill Donna. See the thing. It might, my theories all depend on the scene. Which one is it? When, when they're in the scene, the scene where Leland oh. puts on the music and okay. is barely containing Bob. Not necessarily. More like a. So he's barely containing Bob. Mm-hmm. What is setting him off at that time? Is it specifically girls that look like Laura? I'm assuming it was the glasses that set him off. Yeah, which that makes reminded sense. him of Laura. But he's he's been murdering for how long, right? Before Laura. Right. So who did he, you know, what set him off before Laura was, was in his life? he specifically wanted Laura yeah. because of her, I guess, psychic abilities. Yeah, but what I'm saying, if he's if he's been, let's say he's been floating around for, what, hundreds of years? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't know. What it, You know what I mean? It, does that mean that a hundred years ago there was a girl that kind of looked like Laura or had same gifts as Laura that mm-hmm. he was after? I'm just saying, like... He right now he has the mo of killing people, kind of like Laura, maybe. But I mean, this guy's been around for a long time, right? I don't know, something going on, you know. Also, that tea thing, ingenious, yeah, ingenious, you know. Just goes to show, you know, you don't know what's going on in people's heads. Um, <laughs> did you have a theory about how Bob knew what happened to Coop in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing. Um, he must have been involved somehow, right? He was involved, and it leads me back. I don't know when I said this last, but I was wondering whether or not Bob was killing people for whatever reason and Coop was on his trail, or if what Bob was doing had a more personal nature towards Coop himself, which if Bob was involved with whatever happened in Pittsburgh, which as far as in-game knowledge, we don't know yet – um, it makes me believe that it's of personal nature. Also, why would he leave like the fin- the 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 clues under the fingernails? It's to like taunt him, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So somehow he's involved with the thing in a Pittsburgh, which I guess was when Coop was hurt or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but we don't know much more than that. Knives were somehow involved. Knives. I, guess. I mean, well, you know. Knives. Um, Bob inside Leland as boy. Yeah. So. Bob's been in Leland this whole time. I guess. Does this mean that, like, all the stuff in Pittsburgh was also Leland? You know what I mean? Like, I, I still have questions, and we probably won't get this answered. Is Bob was in Leland, but does that mean Bob could be in other people, too? Yeah, as I say, you know? Bob Trapp. Yeah, like, he, he went to Bob. He, he entered Leland as a young boy, and then he went somewhere else, mm-hmm. and he came this way. And if that's true, then why is he so worried about being trapped in a cage, right? Mm-hmm. Just jump ship. Whoop! You know? But he didn't. He seemed legitimately upset, you know, about that cage situation. Yeah. Unless the thing that bothers him isn't so much being trapped because he knows he can escape whenever he wants. But the thing he bothered him the most was being tricked, mm. maybe, you know, because he a few episodes ago, he was like laughing. He was losing. And I'm tricking. Oh, Coop, you so smart. <laughs> oh, Mr. Coop. You know what I mean? I tricked you. Who knows? Right. Um, you had a theory about the plural they. They, yeah. So, well, do, are the they more spirits? 
I'd like to think the theys are more special peoples, similar to Coop, similar to the giant, similar to um, Sarah Palmer, right? Because she had some visions, you know? I think the they is something... That, oh, also Cream Corn Kid and the Grandma. I like to think even though they could be spirits as well, I think there's something else, like actual people that are somehow dealing with these spirit type stuff. Like maybe some kind of like eternal battle type thing log lady as well right some kind of like you know behind the scenes battle between these spirits and people that have special abilities and we're just like on the edge of it koop is just slowly starting to figure it out you know so do you have a theory about major briggs major briggs this beautiful man, this beautiful man. <laughs> i think he's your new t- favorite character he's probably, i think he's tied to the giant or is the giant to be oh. perfectly honest yeah major briggs, i thought you thought the room service guy was the giant they're no. all the giant they're all the giant they're, they're all the giant <laughs> they're all the giant i did think the room service guy was the giant i don't know major briggs there's also another scene too i when they're all i i'm just i don't know major briggs man he he knows things but he doesn't know that he knows things. You know? Oh. There is a scene, too, when they're decompressing. Major Briggs says something. I don't remember what it is. And Coop, like, dismisses it. And then Major Briggs just walks away. Like, <laughs> I don't remember what he says. I wish I remembered. And, like, he says something. And then Coop's like, no, that's not what happened. And then Major Briggs is like, well, bye. He just, like, walks away looking at the trees and all that. Um, also, what kind of mysterious stuff does he do in the military, right? Mm. It's a secret base. Mm-hmm. Maybe involved with... Military, psychosomatic, psychic training stuff. Are you winking at me right now? Okay, never mind then. Um, Major Briggs. Um, Truman having a hard time processing during the decompression. You had me. You had me highlight Truman's name. Um. Yeah. He. He had a hard time decompressing, and he's trying to figure. So I guess the fact that Leland's dead is like. Case closed, essentially, right? right? Um, they can just chalk it up as far as, as the viewers and the 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 main cast. They know there's a spirit named Bob and all that. But, like, in, like, the court records or whatever, it, Leland went crazy. And he, he essentially right. confessed. So yes. we're done. But, like, Truman, I wonder if this, like, this thing that they experience together will cause Truman to believe in the future. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think Truman has special powers though, like Coop at all. No. You know, I don't think it's a thing you can like train, you know, he doesn't even have the powers of deduction to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I mean, I, I think that this is like the turning point for Truman, maybe like him kind of uh, like understanding this a little bit more and kind of like, he's been kind of going around and if Coop wasn't getting results, he probably would have been like, knock this off, dude. But they've been making progress on the case. So, Truman. I have a question for you. Uh, okay. Where do you think we go from here? Well, like because I said. Because the, the whole show up until this point, and I just ask you because this is where I was the first time yeah. I watched Twin Pinks. I was thinking to myself, the whole show up until this point has been hunting Laura's killer. Who killed Laura Palmer. And now we know. Where does the show go from here? Do you have any ideas, like where we could go from here? I'm hoping, I'm hoping from now on the show basically becomes Coop. So the, okay, this is my prediction for episode number uh, Num- ten. Number ten, season two, episode ten opens up with uh, Truman uh, making his bed with Coop on the other side of it, and Coop <laughs> goes, "Last night was magical." <laughs> And Truman goes, 
You made me a believer. <laughs> and Coop gives him the thumbs up. And then he goes, mm, that coffee was hot. If you know what I mean. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I do like that about the show, though, mm-hmm. because the main hook has been who killed Laura Palmer. Right. And I have to tell you, too, is that without tipping my hand about my how many fish in a percolator there are, this was, in my opinion, like, as far as, like, unveiling, slowly unveiling a mystery over the course of, because uh, this is season two, episode nine. What episode is this, like, in the series? How many were in season one? Um, in season one, there were only eight episodes. Eight. So and this in is... season two, I believe there are 22 So if there episodes. were eight in season one, what is this, episode 17, like in the, mm-hmm. the great run of things? Over the course of episode 17, or 17 episodes, unveiling slowly these little nuggets that, although a lot of them seemed random, and some of them still, to be honest, are kind of hanging out there being yeah. random. Stuff with Big Ed's wife and all that jazz. But yeah. a lot of them paying off. Was amazing. You know what I mean? Not a lot of shows do that where you got 17 episodes and then the answer comes. And this is almost in a way that it was presented in a way that you could look at it and be like, oh, I could have maybe figured that out on my own. You know what I mean? And that's the mark of a good show. If mm-hmm. you, even if you couldn't really. But if you felt like you could in retrospect, those answers make yeah. sense. You know, I'm um, going forward. I don't know. Uh, Coop goes back to the bureau. We finally meet Diane, maybe. Okay, here's some predictions. Uh, what's her name? Diane, right? Yeah. We meet Diane. That's a prediction. Not just in the next episode, but going forward. Okay. We meet Diane. Um, Coop and... What's her name? Audrey? No. Yeah. Coop and Audrey um, uh, share a tender moment, but they can never be together. Uh, <laughs> Truman... Finally gets a look at Catherine's feet and also falls in love with her. <laughs> Josie comes back, but this time dresses as an elderly white man. <laughs> and we jump forward in time where Andy and Dick Tremaine decide to raise Lucy's baby without Lucy. Because <laughs> they realize that they are both the parents. Um, also, Maddie... 3.0 comes back. <laughs> the android. Yeah, the android. Yeah, Maddie, the android. These are all things that will probably certainly happen in the next couple episodes. Nice. But no, this this is, a, as far as a viewer of Twin Peaks, this is a good place to be because we, we wrapped up a big mystery. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So. Yeah, I remember being at this point thinking like, where does the show go from here? And also thinking... Coop is a visitor in this town. He's got no reason to stay. So yeah. thinking, like, what's the reason for he, Coop to he stay? He might end up leaving. I, this is a real prediction I do have, though, that I do think that we'll see more of the log lady. Mm-hmm. Just based off of, like, people. I mean, she's a cool character and she's yeah. got a cool look. But I feel like I haven't seen enough of her to really, like, think that she's, like, a cool You know what I mean? And I, I feel like the way people... To t- validate thank how, you. The, how attached people the, the are The way to people her. talk about her, I feel like there will be more play in the future. Um, also, dancing owls, so... Dancing owls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Coop's gonna be like, uh, Truman, you think that owl's uh, dancing? I'm like, Bob. <laughs> Bob! <laughs> Oh, oh, actually, sorry. No, no not go to ahead. Cut you off. I realized another, another thing I was going to think about Truman. Do you think Truman realized, remember how he like vouched for Leland? And we yeah. were like, we were like, we were like bad, bad move, news. Bro. Do you think he realized like, who? I probably let my own personal biases get in the way of things. And now a young woman is dead because of it. Hmm. Actually, here's a real, pro- I know I'm all over the place. Here's a real prediction for the second half of season two. Um, that darkness in the woods 
time to go there. Time to figure it out. Time to get Because that's there. another hanging out there mystery, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I won't jump. I won't step on your toes. Again anymore? Yeah, no, anymore. Uh, I, I'm, oh, all, I'm all out of predictions. Okay. Hey, Eric, what is your quotable quotation for this episode? To me, there's only one answer. Dale Cooper, did you kill Laura Palmer? <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> so good. Such a great moment. Oh my goodness. Phenomenal. Oh, I apologize was... for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> I um, chose the moment when Agent Cooper helps Leland mm. die. Mm-hmm. And he says, Leland, the time has come for you to seek the path. Your soul has set you face to face with a clear light, and you are now about to experience it in its reality, wherein all things are like the void and cloudless sky, and the naked spotless intellect is like a transparent vacuum, without circumference or center. Leland, in this moment, know yourself and abide in that state. Look to the light, Leland. Find the light. Into the light. So good, right? I love that moment because it was almost like Cooper's like, I know what I have to do now. He, well, it's like he, ju- to, he just kind of knows it, right? I have to help this man. I have to usher this man into the afterlife. It makes you wonder. This poor man who has been manipulated by an evil spirit. Uh, well, also uh, tormented, right? Yeah. Like, well, not only did he kill and rape his own daughter but i mean he attacked his wife too like all kinds of stuff right the it makes you wonder because coop we're clearly dealing with the supernatural and i know coop based on his methods like throwing the the rock at the milk jug or you know whatever um he's open to kind of like thinking outside of the box so to speak but it makes me wonder if he's encountered supernatural things before he came to twin peaks you know um prediction Season four of Twin Peaks, <laughs> prequel, Young Adventures of Del Cooper. Adventures of Young Del Cooper. Please. Right? <laughs> that would be great. There actually is a book. Um, is it canon? It is It is canon. Uh, how have I not heard of this? Because it should be on the show. Right. Or it should it's, be on our list. I believe it's out of print. And it would be really hard for us to get a copy but it's like the the tapes of young Dale Cooper. What? And it, and it includes, no. Like apparently Cooper's been talking to tapes his whole life. How have you not mentioned this to me before? Um, remember, remember back in episode one and we <laughs> set up the timeline. We set up the episode of one of the, the show. Episode zero, I guess. Remember when we set up the timeline and we were going to watch a show. So help me out. Watch seasons one, season two. Yeah. Watch... Fire Walk With Me, the movie, right? Yes. Um, read the book. Secret History of Twin Peaks. Then watch The the Return. Yes. And then read the book. Uh, the Final Dossier. Which you have not read yet. Which I have not Woo! read. Woo! Okay. How have you not mentioned that? Because it'd be hard to find. Yeah. it's I, I don't know how he would find it. It's called Diane, the Twin Peaks tapes of Agent Cooper. Okay. So, and it's an audio-only release. They were written by... 
Scott Frost, the son of... Jack Frost? <laughs> the brother of Mark Frost, who is the writer of Twin Peaks. Um, and um, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, actor who plays Dale Cooper. Uh, have uh, you never listened to these? No, I have. I've never been able to, to, to hear them. Okay. Um, Tess. And <laughs> it was uh, released on cassette. And um, it it was nominated for a Grammy for mm-hmm. best spoken word performance. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How, there's also the Secret Diary of Laura Palmer was an actual yeah. book that came out where you can actually read the um, Sexy Times, and that was written by Jennifer Lynch, who is the daughter of David Lynch. My God, <laughs> you think she's in the meditating and transcending that that unified Maybe. field? Maybe. There's also the autobiography of FBI Special Agent Dale Cooper, My Life, My Tapes. So, Which I, I think that's the one I'm talking about. That's the one with Cooper's childhood. The his, one that his it was tapes that go all the way was back nominated, to his childhood. Nominated for no, the the one that was nominated for a Grammy was Diane, the Twin Peaks tapes of date of Agent Cooper. But the autobiography of Dale Cooper, My Life, My Tapes, is the one that goes back to his childhood where he also had tapes. That's the okay. prequel season you, that you want to see. You, you got your phone oh, in front of you, right? I do. We, we can uh, Tell me if this would be too hard. Where are we at in the timeline? <laughs> right now we're in 1990, right? Right. I mean, no, I mean, like, did episode nine come out in 1990? Um, well, I can tell I, you when it came you, out. You, well, if it's... This co- particular episode yeah. came out... What's our air date? The just, air date was um, oh dear, I don't know. That's okay. Well, how about this? We we I can, think it was December of nineteen ninety. This is what I'm thinking, Tess. Is mm-hmm. you remember when we we set up the timeline of the cast? Yes. And, and, oh, do we need and, to alter it? Now? And, and, and I, I think we do. I think we do because clearly I'm listening to what you're telling me. And so, 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 Tess, let me ask you this. I, I know listeners, we're this is a we're, we're, we're on, having a production meeting in the middle in, of our in, in the words of of Mr. Hawk. We're on the path, right? We got to follow this path. So there's there's no way to go. Um, uh, um, to me, what is the the mission of this cast, Tess? The mission of the podcast for me... Of Same Peaks, y'all. ...is so that you will watch Twin Peaks and I can talk about it with you. Well, you know what? <laughs> High five. Mission accomplished. But I've always thought, not only I agree with that that mission, but submission to to follow the timeline of Twin Peaks in order of, of pub date or release date, right? Okay. And to consume all Twin Peaks canon material, right? <laughs> okay. So not fan fiction, which, by the way, Young Adventures of Dale Cooper has got to exist as fan fiction <laughs> in your journal. <laughs> um, so I will, we will, uh, uh, fair listeners, we will look into this. I'm hoping that the things you just mentioned, Secret Diary of Laura Palmer um, and those two audiobooks, okay. right? I hope that they are released after the release date of of episode nine season two so that we can maintain the timeline and i hope we haven't jumped forward if we have jumped forward that's fine but i will we will see what we, we can, can do retroactively go back tess what are you on what are we librarians we are librarians <laughs> gee darn it and i'm telling you right now if we can't find this and I these think, books i think we need to do the secret the sexy time adventures of laura palmer too <laughs> I think we do. You ready for it to get awkward up in here? 
Are you ready to get? You ready, ready to get awkward up in this hizzy? So, so all that to say is that we will we will add those three items. Are there any? I've got to ask you because I'm I'm shocked. Tess, I'm frankly shocked that I'm first hearing about this from my resident. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, um, uh, 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 um, guide on this journey, Miss Tess, that yeah. you're just now telling me. Are there any other canon books? There's one more. What is it? There's oh my god. The Welcome to Twin Peaks and Access Guide to the Town, which is like it's, um, it's like a traveler's oh, god, like guide. Yes. yes! To like, we're gonna okay. go visit Twin Peaks. These are all the spots okay. we need to check we, out. We've like kind of gone on this journey while recording long <laughs> enough. So listeners, Tess and I are going to, when we're done recording this, confer and we will we will reestablish the timeline of the cast and, and make sure that we are holding steady to it. Because uh, to me, the, the book you just mentioned sounded almost like a behind the scenes. I'm not that interested in, you know, actor, you know, except for David Lynch. I'm not too interested in like the behind the scenes, like making of, but a tour guide a to- like a uh, was it Fodor's or, or what's yeah. the uh, style guide to Twin Peaks? Heck yes! I mean, I guess we could like scour eBay and see if we can find Tess. copies of this. Stuff. I bet our brother, I bet our friend Chris will hook us up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, not that. I mean, here's the deal. I, I'm all for supporting the uh, the creators, but I mean, if someone has uploaded these Dale Cooper tapes to the interwebs. You know, <laughs> if anyone knows, oh, by the way, if any of our listeners know how we would get our hands on these materials, please email us at samepeaksyall at gmail.com. Oh, my goodness. Tess, I am. Oh, OK, 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 OK. <laughs> You're Ooh, very excited. I am. I am so excited. Uh, what is your MVP of this episode? Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. So, 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 Tess, I've got, I know, just oh, talk no, about the yeah, guidebook some more. more. At home, yeah. I have a guidebook that's yeah. like one of those, uh, like, Lonely Planet type guidebooks yes. to Gotham and Metropolis. Oh, do you really? I did. I bought them. And they're the coolest because it's like, if I ever go to Gotham, I, like, know what areas that I should stay I away from. I would never want to go to Gotham. Well, <laughs> it's actually, it's very funny because it sets it up like, you may have heard a lot of things about Gotham. You know, it's it, they set up because at the end, they, they used to want tourism, right? You know? I guess and so. Like, and remember to, uh, when you're out at the town, be sure to keep your eyes open for a famous signal in the sky. You know, it's so <laughs> cute. Oh, my goodness. And, and the, the Iceberg Lounge, which is the, the, the lounge that the Penguin, uh, Oswald Cobblepot, owns as, like, five-star reviews. It's so cute. What is your MVP, Tess? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited about about our, the future of this cast. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I had a really hard time choosing. I'm on the the edge, I'm on the, <laughs> the edge of my seat right now, staring intently at you. Uh, Are you choosing right now? <laughs> because. Well, here, how about this? You can give me a couple, but you only can choose one as the MVP. All right. Well, it was really like, I, I'll tell you who I was choosing between. Okay. I want to choose between the character, Coop, mm-hmm. because he did it. He gave him 24 hours, and he did it. He figured it oh my out. My God, he did it. And I also want to give it to the actor, Ray Wise, because I feel like his performance in this episode... <sighs> 
is so phenomenal. I guess this is a good time to talk about it. In the past, MVPs have been the characters. Have we well, ever I've done... Always, I've always given it to the character that I feel like did the best job in the episode. I feel like you've always given it to the character that you liked the most in the episode. Or the one that I thought brought the most, like, made the episode so interesting. Which yeah. I, I, I did as well. Spoiler alert. I did as well. Don't look at my notes. I saw looking. you peeking down. I like it. I'm gonna go with Coop. I'm Coop. gonna pick Coop. You gotta. I gotta go with Coop. Um, he's... I think because of him figuring it out, and also I love that final scene between him and Leland and how he... He's like he sees this broken man, and he's like, "I've I've got to do it." He gets down on the ground with him, and the 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 water is coming down over them. Yeah, and he is just helping him uh, go on. He's helping him pass. Yeah, he's helping him go on. Yeah, and uh, I I really loved him in this episode, as I love him in all episodes. Not only did he solve the the case, right? Yeah. You know, which let's pretend, let's pretend Agent Dale Cooper was never assigned to this case. Come on, Harry. Harry would have charged the wrong man. He He would have sent, not that Ben is a great guy, but he would have sent Ben to jail. I I do not, and I'll be honest, I I, I feel bad sometimes. Sometimes, For a crime he didn't commit. Sometimes when I'm in bed, and it's three in the morning, I lay in bed, and I feel bad that I give Harry S. Truman such a hard time. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think he would have even gotten to Ben. (laughs) You know? I don't think he would have even figured that. He'd be like... I don't know. I mean, before Laura's death, what do you think the worst murder or crime, or not murder, but crime in Twin Peaks was? Who knows? You know? Jaywalking? Yeah. Yeah. The darkness in the woods. Who knows? You know? Well, there was all that drug stuff that was going on. Yeah. Leo. He would have put Leo away. Okay. So, if we went all the way back. Okay. Alternate timeline of Twin Peaks. uh, Which is season five of Twin Peaks. Um, (laughs) If we, um, if true, Cooper never came or whatever happened in pittsburgh coop never survived okay think about this that would be sad coop never survived and there is a timeline where where laura died bob's running loose and chills just thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) listeners and i know i make a lot of like like kind of like jokes where i go listeners tess and i are wearing pink flamingos on our heads i do a lot of jokes but i'm not joking when i say that Tess, I literally, literally she literally jumped like her hand was electrocuted. Like you, you jumped. Like imagine there's no coop, and it's. Up I don't to, like to imagine a world th- with no coop. There's no coop, and Harry S. Truman, and Andy, and Hawk. Hawk goes down the hallway halfway. Oh, half the hallway, Hawk, um, <laughs> and Big Ed have to solve the case. Uh, Leo. Yeah. Case closed. They would have put Leo away. And then, I mean, how many more people would have Leland murdered in Bob's body, right? At least Maddie, right? Well, certainly Maddie. Maybe more. Probably Donna, you know? Think about this universe. Mm-mm. Season five. I don't like to think about it. Uh, quick, real quick tangent. Um, season three of The Return. Yes. And I don't think... you. How about this? Tess, make the judgment call if you think the dove will attack me for okay. this. Okay. Was David Lynch involved in directing episodes of The Return? Do you think the dove will attack me for knowing that knowledge? Um, I don't think he will attack you for knowing that David Lynch directs every single episode. So many bouncing balls. So many. In fact, I I heard season three, the first episode is just 20 minutes of a girl dancing with a flashlight. (laughs) 
and then it zooms in on a bowl of cream corn. Oh, God. I'm... Oh, boy. Eric, there is one particular episode yes. of The Return what, what, that, what, like, what, I kind what, of... What? I kind of just want to, like... I would love to, like, just watch it with you. Like, do a podcast where instead of us watching it and then coming back to talk about it, like, we watch it together. Wait like, a second. on the podcast. Why have we never thought of this? Well, I'm worried. So here's the deal. I'm worried if we do watch it together. <laughs> yeah. That out of game knowledge will come out on your face and stuff. Like your man. You know what I mean? If we watch an episode together. Yeah. Right. You know how we, right now we're watching it. So much workshop on this cast. But, you know, I. I, <laughs> now, I, I used to play poker. I did a pretty good poker face. Yeah. Like, I feel like we could watch an episode together. Do you know who else has a good poker face? Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh, Mother Monster. Um, by the way, talk about transcending the unified field, that girl, right? Oh, my God. I get tears just thinking about that woman. Oh, my God. Um, Grown man. <laughs> why did I talk about Lady Gaga? Um, Mother Monster, if you're listening. Um <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted with oh. Lady Gaga. I was like, oh, oh. So so do you think we could watch episodes together? I think we should at least watch that one together. Yeah. Like, we could pause it, talk about it, play it, talk about, like, yeah. and maybe even, like, the listeners could watch along with us. No, no. The, the, well, uh, first thought, I, I know that there's so much. We should be doing this off the air. Listeners, We're sorry, but. Listeners, really quick. You know which one I'm talking about. Episode eight of The Return. That's all I have to say. Is that the last episode? No. Okay. How many episodes are there in The Return? 18. 18? Ooh. I didn't realize there were that many, actually. I thought it was like a mini-series, essentially. Um, I... I, Points. I would like to... I don't mind watching them with you, maybe, but I don't think I would want to stop and discuss for my first time. You know what I mean? My first time going down this road with Agent Dale Cooper, I will either take it alone or with you, but not stopping. I want to experience the episodes, you know? Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's That's fair. fair. Now, maybe once we reach the end of this journey and we loop back to the beginning like we've talked before, (laughs) then we can go together. And that's when it becomes like a Twitch stream where we just stream ourselves viewing Twin Peaks where we both have out of game knowledge. We we do like reaction videos. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Okay. Um, How many fish in a percolator did you get? I never told you my MVP. (laughs) We got so excited. We just, we got it. We got got, sidetracked. I I got things to say, but I'm going to save it for the fish in the percolator. This episode is so epic. MVP. Who was your MVP? uh, Bob slash Leland. I mean, really, I pick pick, uh, characters for my MVP based on how they influenced the episode and how I particularly felt about them. I mean, who... uh, Ray Wise. Yeah. I I could not believe it. And also, uh, who? Uh, what's the name of the actor who plays Mike? I mean, killer. Yeah, that guy was great. Killer performances. Killer. And I'm watching, I'll tell you right now, I'm watching this this show and 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 Leland slash Bob, this is like a, a phenomenal Joker level of villain and, 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 and listeners as a pretty significant DC uh, <laughs> Fanboy has negative connotations. Lover of DC, of the DC family of characters. Um, that's high praise, you know? I mean, yeah. watching that and, like, him caged up and his reactions and, and my, my quote of the episode. I mean, that was, that was magnificent. Magnificent. Anyway, that's my MVP. Now, how many fish in a percolator? Although I think I can guess. <laughs> You'd never guess. There was a fish. In the percolator.
<laughs> I know, I know. Is there enough room in this percolator for so all this? I've got to tell you right now. So we're about to put so, in there. Um, it, for any listeners that have been on this journey with us from the beginning, you know, um, whether you, you know, uh, thank you so much for being with us. But I, I got to tell you, I started, I don't know if you can tell, sometimes the way I talked about the show, I was, I would call myself a, a, a Harry S. Truman. I was a non-believer. You were, you were skeptical. I was skeptical. And I, I, there were things I liked about the show. And there were things that I was like, boy, this is kind of like a, uh, kind of like a drag, to be honest. That first episode, because it's like so long, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And I, I think we, I think we started this show, this this podcast. I mean, St. Pete's, y'all. I don't think it'd been long after I became a dad. <laughs> and like when 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 I became a new dad, like my Freya was a baby girl. Uh, sleep was the most important commodity in my entire life. And so so watching that first episode was a hard sell. But I almost view that first episode as almost like a tease, like it, like it tricks you into thinking the show is one thing. And then slowly over the course of what we've just discovered is 17 episodes, it turns into something else that I feel like is nothing short of a masterpiece. This episode has five massive fish. In fact, remember when remember when they were dragging that fish away from Ben's office? That's how it big the fish five is. Five of those massive fish <laughs> shoved into a percolator, and th- this is this is something I I, I become a, 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 a Dale Cooper. You know, I'm a believer. A phenomenal episode. You know, I also gave this five fish in a percolator. Worth rewatching. Of course. <laughs> of yes. course. Five. Flipping fish, wrapped in plastic, <laughs> a whole damn town. <laughs> Throwing all our quotes, you know. Oh boy! I mean, it was it was something, and it's it's something worth rewatching. And for listeners, I haven't rewatched a single episode yet. I feel like if I was watching this on my own and I wasn't pacing myself for the cast, mm-hmm. I would have mainlined it a while ago, you know? Yeah. Um, but because of the casting, because we want to keep the continuity of the show together, and I do not want the dove to murder me. <laughs> oh, I just realized Bob could be in that dove. Oh. Oh you my think gosh. the spoiler dove has Bob inside of it? Oh god, I hadn't even thought of that. I always thought, well, now we know he can go in birds, or at least we can assume... <laughs> I always thought the spoiler dub was like a benevolent force that would peck my eyes out for my own good. Anyway. Oh, who knows what, what side what, the dub is on. What a, what a great episode. I am looking forward to the next one. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. See where the journey goes from here. I, well, I'm so excited, too, about adding things to our show timeline and about I don't think I realized how long our journey was ahead of us. Like, we still have... We still have the rest of season two. The rest of season two, which is significant. Mm-hmm. Like, we're only, like, halfway of season two, right? Right. You know? And I didn't really... This is a good halfway mark, this is, yeah. This is, I would call this season 2.1. I will say 2. that there are some, even Twin Peaks fans, who would say that the season goes downhill from here. Downhill in a good way? <laughs> So are you are you setting me up to prepare for like this high point of, but is does it involve snakes? <laughs> no, just that um, there are many people who who think that the high point of Twin Peaks was this storyline, the, oh, the, the, the Laura Palmer, the Laura Palmer storyline, and that the storylines that come 
post that storyline are weaker. Prediction. Yeah. Uh, a storyline that someone would consider weaker than the Who Killed Laura Palmer storyline uh-huh. is the Who Killed Shmora Schmaller storyline. <laughs> Um, who, who, why are, uh, why are the eggs so bad at the all R and R? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that's okay. I'm set. I'm prepared. Having said that, I will say that there's been many times where people, uh, friends I know or people I don't know or the internet tells me I won't like something mm-hmm. or prepares me and then they're wrong. Yeah. Know? So. I, I still like the show. It's yeah. my favorite TV show. Of all so. time? Of all time. This show, man. This show, man. This show, man. This coffee. Oh, did you want to do the email real quick? Too? Oh, yeah. Again? I mean, just in case. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> email us, yo. Our email is samepeaksyall at gmail.com. It'd be great to get an email. Um, yeah. <laughs> email. You can email us anything because I am manning the email. So if you want to send some spoilery stuff, that's totally fine. You can send it to me and I will like I will carefully, cryptically edit it so that we can read it on the cast. Yeah. If, um, if you like to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Same Team Y'all. Yeah. Uh, same Team Y'all is our mother cast where we talk about stuff that we're loving and being librarians and life lessons. Yes. You can listen to that too if you just really love me and Eric and want to hear our voices. This is a. I feel like a all, all excited. I feel like I'm right in a high right <laughs> nice. now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, boy, this coffee Norma's just handed me. Hot. Hot. <laughs> 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 That'd be a yes. <laughs>